Download the app, Bet Big, Win Bigger. And I got to tell you, I really like the sound of that. And with WinBet, it's just that easy. WinBet has what you need to win. So if you're from Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Download the WinBet app now or visit wynnbet.com. Download the app, bet big and win bigger. Let's get after it. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where win bet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. With Vroom, you can shop thousands of cars right from your phone and have your next ride delivered straight to you. I like to look at the listing on my couch. You know, it's peaceful. I can think. Nobody's trying to trying to get one over on me. You know, it's a lot of Tahoes out there. I want a Tahoe. You know, do I really need that package? Well, let me decide for myself. Okay. With Vroom, I can do that. Vroom is the better way to buy your next ride. You never have to haggle or negotiate the price of a car, so you know you're getting a good deal. With thousands of cars available on Vroom.com, you can make sure you get the ride you really want so you don't have to settle. You have a full week or 250 miles, whichever comes first, to make sure your new ride is right for you. Plus, all cars on Vroom.com come with a 90-day limited warranty and one year of roadside assistance nationwide, giving you peace of mind while on the road. You can trade in your old car when you buy your new one, or you can even just sell your car to Vroom. When you sell your car on Vroom, you get a price instantly. You can buy a car from Vroom entirely online, so next time you need to buy a car, just grab your phone, go to Vroom.com, and check out thousands of cars. The Green Light Podcast welcomes you. Are we riding? I can't tell. Just kidding, I can. Sean Payton to the Denver Broncos. We talked to Peter Schrager about it. Pretty big news in the Centennial State. We also talked to Miko Ryans announced as the head coach of the Houston Texans. How Kellen Moore will elevate Justin Herbert's game. And will the Cincinnati coordinators get head coaching positions this season? Chris does another football flashback. This time it's the drive. The Broncos versus the Browns in 1986. And then we have a mailbag where we have a little fun with Jalen Hurts' Kellogg commercial and talk some geography with best landlocked states and countries we'd love to visit. We will be back on Thursday, 4.30 p.m. Eastern on AMP and then the Freak Show on Friday. Y'all enjoy. Pack show, we've got Peter Schrager coming on. First things first, I want to talk to you about that Jalen Hurts commercial that you showed me. Jalen helps. I love it. I love it. I liked it. It's catchy. Um, and it got me thinking about what would happen if we were to change somebody else's name in sports. And I have a couple. Yeah, well, just save, save that for good. the mailbag. That's but the like, mailbag. we are excited about that. I've, We're going to pitch some other. Out of the bag. But the whole thing is like, it's Jalen and Tony the Tiger and. 
he's sitting there at a, a desk with Tony, and uh, his name is Jalen Helps. Um, Kellogg's or just Frosted Flakes. Mm-hmm. Changed his name to Jalen Helps, and he's like, hey, well, if everybody visits this website, I will change my name to Jalen Helps. So I'm wondering if everybody could visit that website we need right now. It. By the Super Bowl, we need to have his jersey changed to Jalen Helps. I also love the fact that Jalen is sitting there, and presumably Tony the Tiger is computer-generated. He's CGI. I hope so Jalen's delivering that. these lines to nobody. Which makes him an even better actor than I thought he was. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible. What can't this guy do? He seemed genu- genuinely nice to Tony the Tiger, which now makes me question his ability to like mask his character. Yeah, well, he did a great job. I, I love the commercial. I've never liked Jalen Hurts more than when I saw him last night at the Syracuse UVA game. Dude, how great was that? That was well, awesome. Was why was he there? Uh, that is the he question. He flew up there with BG. I don't know. I started texting BG. BG's on TV. When I have friends that are on TV, I just fucking text them. I, don't, yeah. I really don't care. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, Scott Van Pelt, you're doing Midnight Sports Center. I don't care. You do it every night. Yeah. You should be, if I was Scott Van Pelt, I would be able to read my phone and do the show because I'm so damn good at it. He's it so be good. part of the fabric of the show. Yeah, I'm like texting, you know, Stanford Steve about a total on a Saturday at Tuesday night at like 11 p.m. He's like, hey, I'm, I'm anyways, I text BG and uh, he's sitting there, he's on TV and Meg's like, look at BG, he's on his phone the whole time. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, because I'm fucking texting him. Yes. But he's also answering other people's text messages, presumably. He's a popular guy. He's had quite a year. He's had quite a year. UVA got the win. So that was great. Um, but that was surprising, though, right? To see like Jalen Hurts up in Syracuse on a Monday night. Fuck yeah, it was. I wasn't expecting that. Like, what's his tie to Syracuse <laughs> and or Virginia? We need to get Billy Football on a deep Guy's dive. mysterious. He really is. Um, Syracuse is a weird place. I've been up there a couple times. Uh, it's like got weird juju. Mm-hmm. I went and would, would watched you play up there at the Carrier Dome. Loud um, place. Loud place, but also on the way out, when the doors open, it shoves you out. The air pressure in there. Mm-hmm. Oh, they got crazy when air the, pressure when, in there. Yeah, you wouldn't know this because you're yeah. in the locker room, but when you come in, it almost pushes you over, and when you leave, it can throw you out the door. That's the game um, that I forgot my contact I lenses. I remember that. And I was so fucking worried because I'm blind as a bat, and uh, mom was flying up, and her flight got a little delayed, and I'm sitting there like, am I going to be able to see in this motherfucker? The lights of the carrier dome are going to blind your There's boy. There's a lot of orange. You don't know who you're hitting. Yeah, exactly. And I'm so, assuming you didn't tell anybody you didn't have your contacts. No, no, didn't tell my coaches. Yeah. Nothing like that. Hey, coach, I'm not going to be able to see the polar. <laughs> yeah. I don't care how big he is. Um, so, yeah, anyways, we we love the, the Jalen Hurts uh, commercial. Please visit uh, whatever that website is. Kyle, this weekend when I was in Philly, a couple things. First off, I was in an Uber. I was looking for something in the city. I am like the worst. I know we've talked about this. Like I can't navigate a fucking city to save my life. Like I'll stare at Google Maps and the arrows moving slow. Normal. And it's like, you know, disorienting. So I get in an Uber to drive like, you know, five blocks. And I'm at the light and I look to my right and I'm like, I recognize this guy. Big guy. I'm like, I know who this is. I roll my window down. You know when you do like, is that that guy yell? And then you show him your face to be like, please recognize me. Yeah, but it's more like, hey, if the person doesn't know you, you can be like, I was talking to somebody back there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, And I'm like, Shane, Shane. Guy's got ear pods in, so I'm like, fuck, maybe it was him, maybe it wasn't. It's Shane Gillis. Shane Gillis was walking around Philly. I run into him at the light, 
and uh, I had just followed him on IG the day before. Yeah. He had followed me back, and I'm uh, like, okay, I'm just running into this guy in the middle of Philly. We didn't get your to meet up. Life algorithm was right. Yeah, the life showed up. Exactly, dude. <laughs> I believe in that, by the way. Life algorithm. Oh yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, wow, that's yeah. interesting. So Shane Gillis was on the street in Philly. Yeah, well, basically face paint on from the, long, from the live. Watch. He was there. He's an Eagles fan, I guess. Yeah. So like he was there, uh, you know, like bullshitting and going to the game. Um, long story short, we made contact. We almost met up. We didn't. Um, but we're going to get, I hope to get him on the show sometime. He was a huge fan of that game, I'm sure, because it was a dominant O line performance. And I know he was an O lineman. He's an O lineman. He was in the Army. He was, he was an O lineman. He's a man's man. Reed was giving me the rundown on this guy's resume. You know, like Army, uh, college football, Division One. He's duh. giving me Rob Riggle vibes in yeah. terms of like, when you read his, when you read Rob Riggle's bio, oh Rob Riggle's bio is like, crazy. A, like active marine, yeah, <laughs> still, yeah, in every funny movie ever. Yeah. Shane Gillis, if you go to my YouTube algorithm, he's on all the half the mm-hmm. funny videos now. Shane Gillis, yeah, well he's so, been in so the you army. Guys are bros now. No, we're not bros, but hopefully you guys are best friends. Can I text him? Yeah, well, no. When you pass somebody on the street and you're comfortable enough to yell Shane because you have an Instagram, because you just got a follow for a follow, I'm just going to yell at this fucking guy in the street. But he's a big guy. Big fucker. Yeah, he's big. And uh, anyways, he's done that. He's been on SNL, Reed was saying. Yeah, he kind of was kicked off SNL. He was famously on and off. So the story is I yelled at a guy who's famous. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Also, Kyle, I want to give an award out to the guy. I don't know who he is, um, but I'm sure some people know who he is listening to this pod probably. Uh, got naked at the uh, the post-Eagles NFC Championship melee that happens mm-hmm. in the streets now like every five years. Uh, the first time uh, it happened... Mom and dad had to walk through like the whole fucking thing, and they were they were like, "This is amazing." If it were not the Eagles and the team you were on, we would feel very unsafe. Yeah, but, I can imagine. But that. it was also awesome. Uh, but anyways, this guy was on top of one of these bus stops, and he's flapping his wings, and he's got his wiener out, freshly trimmed. Bro, it's on Snapchat, social media. I'm dad like, bro. I always said less is more, and when I see that guy doing that, I really believe Ooh, it. He, he, that's he, as the, much as you can get right there. Well, also, there's not a lot. So it's less is more. Less is more in every cold way day. for that guy. If yeah, you've seen the cold. video, that's confidence. How cold could it be? <laughs> that's confidence. Can you imagine though? No. It was windy. He had to abrade. Like I'm the type that if somebody got me at the wrong angle, I'd have to release another one. <laughs> See, I'm the type that has been that has been caught at the wrong angle. And you know what I was happy with? But not on top of a fucking SEPTA bus stop. That's how crazy Eagles fans are. He would rather them win the NFC Championship <laughs> yeah. and his. A small member be paraded around town. Yeah, it was insane. Off. Kyle, guy made your the angle that we saw. You look like that guy's uh, a legend, Ron Jeremy that guy's compared a to the yeah. <laughs> Anyways, guy had his knuckle out in front of. <laughs> <laughs> and you know what? I'm sure he's somewhere like, hey, my friends told me that Chris Long roasted my dick on <laughs> on, uh, on you, a man. podcast. But like, hey, kudos to you, man. Yeah. That's the type of confidence that I would usually say that guy's got a and big you can, dick and you can or something. You can but how do you? So what is it? Is it that much alcohol? I think it's just genetics. No, I mean the willingness to be like, hey, here's my piece. Confidence. 
Yeah, it's well, stupidity. it's the ecstasy of them winning. It's, it's a celebration. Just male, Might be, yeah. male, uh, I saw a guy with a baggie of cocaine. In the, he was just waving well, around. He was yeah. doing the, the Fly Eagles fly at a baggie of... Fox had the pan to these stands, and there was a guy doing the Fly Eagles yeah. fly, and he was flapping a bag of blow. There's a lot of talk about um, cocaine recently with this Cocaine Bear Cocaine movie. Bear. Cocaine Bear looked great. <laughs> looked great. Did it? Yeah, what the hell happened to you guys? Dude, we got attacked. Dude, there was the bear an ad. Was on cocaine. I saw it last night while we I was watching. We drug tested the bear. I was watching Browns Broncos, The Drive, 1986. We'll talk about that in a minute. Yes. Uh, you know, uh, what are we calling that segment? Friday flashback. Friday flashback football. Faith, family, football, mm-hmm. all the Fs. Um, anyways, uh, that guy... That guy deserves an award. I don't know what award it is, but... Cocaine Bear. What Cocaine Bear. Last night I'm watching this game, and there was a, an ad that popped up for Cocaine Bear. It was three seconds long. It was just the guy going, that bear had cocaine. <laughs> and then they showed the CGI bear. That was it. Yeah. You know, like Lake Placid. You remember Lake Placid? They. It's going to be the same movie. It's like Sharknado, yeah. Lake Placid. Well, Lake Placid tried to be serious. Yeah, they wasted all that fucking time trying to be. Just show movie. me the Dad alligator. Dad used to put Lake Placid on all for the us, time. All the time, it was the closest VHS to <laughs> the thing, and he would just pop it in. Yeah, that would be it. If it wasn't Lake Placid, it was Deer Hunter. Deer Hunter, <laughs> you got Deer Hunter a lot. Oh, I got Deer Hunter so bad yeah. in Montana. It's Twenty people crowded around a TV. It's raining. What do we do? Dad's got it. Deer Hunter. Heroic. Uh, you know, just out of left field. Hey, it's guys, just check this movie out, Deer Hunter. It's pretty good. God damn, dude. I felt like I was being held captive. I felt like I was in Vietnam. <laughs> okay, can I say that? Yeah, sure. Okay. <laughs> Fucking, there's there's like a, a, a six-year-old in the room, and they're doing... They're, Who keeps looking at me? They're like, doing roulette. okay? They're Russian roulette. Russian roulette. Uh, Christopher Walken falls dead. Spoiler alert. It's disgusting. Also, we got to give a, a STL Memorial Award out to the guy that you showed me on Instagram, Kyle. Yeah, a guy by the name of Barry Bremen. I follow a dude on Instagram named Frank Michael Smith who gives these like one minute yeah. explanations of stories, and he's pretty awesome. And Barry Bremen came up on my feed because of him, and he is a guy that used to get dressed. Remember the cl- the guy who dressed up like Clay Thompson and tried to get into Amazing. Oracle Arena or whatever the fuck yeah, it's called? Yeah, for sure. He got kicked out. Well, this guy, Barry Bremen, was his predecessor. He's like the OG, the great imposter. Uh, so from a period of 1979 to 1986, he was 6'4". He was lean, so he had the build. You know, white guy with the hair, 6'4". Looks like basketball, baseball. Looks like a center in nineteen. He did all this stuff between 79 to 86. He posed as a Major League Baseball umpire in the World Series. He played in a Major League Baseball All-Star game. He was a player in the NBA All-Star game. He was a referee in the NFL uh, during a game, he was a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader, and he played a round of golf. Dallas Cowboys at cheerleader, the U.S. Open. He was a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. Yeah, he also posed as an Emmy Award acceptor. I need more on the the, the Cowboys cheerleader. Thing. Barry Bremen First was the all. original wedding crasher for sports. Dude, amazing! Guy's yeah. amazing. Like, I how did I never hear this? People guy? say, who would you invite to a cocktail? You know, dinner. Barry Bremen. Barry's coming. Yeah, dude, no question. They should make a movie about him. Dude, they should make a movie about him. That could be your Macon big break. Play him. Who would play Macon. him? That no, be, not make That could be your big break, That could be Chris. my big break. Six, three. Athletic enough, but it. bad enough at basketball that when I get out there in the layup line with the Bulls, you people, <laughs> you know. I can't wait for that scene where you have to method act as a Dallas Cowboys cheerleader. <laughs> oh, it's going to be crazy. But if he pulled it off, 
Dude, they were showing him out uh, there. His wife Margo. shagging fly balls. Yeah, legit. Like he's out. Up the he's guys. out there with fucking Ricky Dapping Henderson the, catching yeah. fly balls, dude. Griffey Senior. What the fuck? Uh, his wife Margot said uh, he's a self fulfilling a grand fantasy to be in the limelight. He feels <laughs> if you have no guts, you have no glory in your life. Uh, Bremen was a self-proclaimed jock who said, regularly played it. touch football, <laughs> basketball, and softball. This is great. Where is this guy? Is he alive? His other advice to other Oh, my God. Chris, don't do it. It's against the law. Stay away. This is my act. You know, the dinner table <laughs> question. You know, like your party question. I mean, like, I, I would, if I could bring one guy back to life, it might be him. So for the the one that really stood out to me was the fact that he played a round of golf in the U.S. Open. He was a seven handicap, but he <laughs> he snuck into the Inverness Golf Club in Toledo, Ohio. Played a practice round with Wayne Levy and Jerry Pate. Pretty crazy. Also, pretty easy to do that in golf, though, if you're good enough, because you yeah. you know, like so yeah, many fucking golfers, you haven't heard it. Yeah. So so in December of '79, Bremen posed as a Cowboys cheerleader in a Cowboys. R word team held at Texas Stadium in Irving, Texas. In preparation, Bremen lost 23 pounds, practiced drag routines with his wife. She was in on it, had a replica Dallas Cowboys cheerleader uniform custom made, shaved his legs, and spent $1,200 of his own money to make it all happen. You know, they, they don't have the Super Bowl, the, the Super Bowl one game footage. Like they lost it. Mm-hmm. I need this footage. Yes. Like, what footage would you bring back? It might be that footage. I want to see his moves. It's got to be. Motherfucker like was 6'7 in white boots, man. Remember when Robin Williams went as the cheerleader? Yes. I think he was yeah. the Cowboys yeah. cheerleader? Yeah. Anyways, Very that's brilliant. crazy. Yeah, STL Memorial Award. Real Three. quick before Peter Schrager, we've got um, Friday flashback football on a Wednesday. Because, uh, you know, I tell Macon. Might as well call it Freak Show Friday with who we're covering. Yeah. Well, I tell Macon these stories about these old games and he just looks at me like I'm fucking like I have a dick on my forehead mm-hmm. so I figured I'd try it on a Wednesday yeah um, but the drive Broncos Browns 1986 okay I was popping around last night on YouTube I landed on this game and I had never seen the drive I had never actually watched it you watch the highlights you guys have seen the mm-hmm. drive okay it was fucking crazy you it, first off John Elway was a mutant yeah he was an absolute like you know, but you don't know. Like, because everybody that grew up in our age range watched the '90s Elway mm-hmm. when he got his rings late, and you know he was a different kind of yeah, player. Yeah. It was like Peyton at the end. Yeah, 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 Peyton. yeah. And young Elway, you said it earlier. I was trying to figure out who who he reminded me of. Like, there's a play in the drive where he 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 takes the snap, he backpedals to 14 yards, and then gets a running start. 14 yards. <laughs> Okay, and he's built like a fucking horse, dude, and he's like legitimately like a Bronco. Yep. And he's backing up to 14 yards, and then he rolls left, back across his body, throws the ball 40 yards. Mm-hmm. It's like Justin Herbert, as you said, mixed with Josh Allen. Yeah. Mixed with you said Mahomes. I mean, I mean, the guy was. I say Mahomes just based on Elway's baseball background. I mean, the ability to do whatever he wants with any arm angle yeah. at, at any platform while running. Yep. Um, there was a reason that the Yankees were salivating for this guy. And, and he was cut. Co- 
That's what Howie said on the show a couple of times. He said how uh, John Elway was Patrick Mahomes before yeah. Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, and it makes sense. There you go. It really does. The motherfucker's covered in mud the whole drive. Like there <laughs> was so much mud on that field. On the back of his He's teammate. Incredible. Yes, he slid out of bounds. It was like wiping I had to his wipe hands. his hands. Yeah, he did the Kelsey, dude? That stadium. There was a roll of toilet paper. Just Charmin rolling, like yep. unrolling. Single ply. Single ply. Nobody was doing anything about it. They scored the touchdown to tie it after Kozar dropped a bomb for like 50 yards to, you know, white wide receiver. And, uh, <laughs> I hope Kozar got his job back, too, in the, Cleveland. Well, I don't remember. No? He gambled on it. He gambled on the game. Yeah, he gambled. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was <laughs> what it was. about you, Bernie. <laughs> Anyways, yeah. And, and he was gambling. He was Pete Rosing, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We win, right? So, yeah. So, it, that takes balls to bet on Deshaun Watson. Yeah. He did bet on the fucking Browns. To, who are they playing? The Giants? He's like, betting on the sharper image pitch, man. Yeah. Okay. Um, Continue. So and, I, and again, it was one of those like first bet in a, yeah, uh, in a sports casino. book kind of thing. But the drive, so, the take, the takeoffs and the runs and the diving. And but Kyle. That, and then the, the, the throws across the middle of the field. Like you can really yeah. see the zip on the football. Yeah. It's the Justin Herbert zip from the nine, 10 yard line to. Keenan Allen in the middle yep. of the end zone where yep. you're like, I didn't even see the ball. There yep. was like not enough pixels there. He was playing today's ball back then. Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I was going to say, when they scored that touchdown to tie it, somebody threw like a beach ball into the end zone. Like nobody remarks on it. Tom Jackson's in a melee. Yeah. Our Tom Jackson. <laughs> With Boomer and Tom Jackson. And, like, it's just fucking, it's chaos, man. Like, football in the 80s was chaos. Yeah. No cell phones. Those fans were locked in. Tom Jackson's a 5'11", 215-20-pound middle linebacker. Crazy. It's wild. You look up all the, like, uh, height, weight of those offensive linemen, it's all mid-200 pounds. It's wild. And uh, speaking of, like, personnel, I'm looking at this tight end. They're like, uh, this guy caught a ball. His name's uh, Mobley. Uh, and they're like, yeah, big pass catching tight end. I'm like, this guy is a tackle, bro. <laughs> like he was, they have him listed at like 260. There's no way. Go look up this Mobley guy. Which played, is bigger than the Broncos center. The Broncos center was 240. That's crazy. It's crazy. And the best part of the whole thing is they have a barefoot kicker. Yep. <laughs> do you realize like what social media would do with that today? What Twitter would be doing with that? Like the close-ups of his foot. <laughs> He was. It was like twenty degrees out there. The wind's whipping. He doesn't have like a, a footy on the sideline, like a moccasin he's to put his fucking. Over there he's just. Foot. That's the thing about barefoot kickers. You're not going to be taking off a shoe and putting it on. Right. You got to be ready to roll. He's barefoot the whole time. He's Rich Carlos is his name, and think he plays in Denver. So it's snowing sometime yes. in the winter. So he's running out there with snow on the ground sometimes Yo, in some of these his games. His fucking foot. They showed a fucking close up of this thing. So battered. Before he hit the game winning field goal. Yeah. And the guys, like, all his knuckles were white. Yeah. <laughs> his little Crazy. toe knuckles. It was a barefoot kicker, huge tight ends. John Elway's a mutant. NFL um, Films has like a uh, look back on barefoot kickers, mm-hmm. um, and it examines some of these guys from the '80s because they haven't had one since like '89 or bring something. Bring back barefoot kickers, just for bring the sake of social media. Bring back straight on kickers. Yeah, straight on ones are good. Yeah, like they just run straight up. Bring back single bar face masks. They were, straight on kickers. They were all doing that. And fat kickers. Yeah. Fat kickers is great. Bring back fat kickers. <laughs> Last thing, Bill Cower was out there. Bill yeah. Cower was out there. And as you pointed out, Cower was a special teams coach for, for Cleveland. I caught him on the sideline. I'm like, oh, my God, I know that jaw anywhere. But as you pointed out, Dennis Allen, 
Yeah, Dennis Allen was an assistant for Dan Reeves, obviously yep. the Saints head coach, and Mike McCarthy, Cowboys coach, was an assistant for Schottenheimer. So that tree, still, he still have some guys around. Way younger than he is. That's crazy. Living in New Orleans. He looks young. forty now. All right, Peter Schrager. Cash App, the easy way to send, spend, save, and invest with friends. Cash App helps you connect effortlessly with your finances and with your people, and that's money. I love going on a float with my buddies and my custom Cash App card. We head out to the James River, we pick up some drinks, we pick up some snacks along the way, somebody pays with their custom Cash App card, and we all share our cash tags and split the bill. That is what friends are for. Cash App provides us with an easy way to send and spend money, save and invest in stock and Bitcoin. Cash App, however, does not provide a dry pair of pants. You want to remember that when you get off the river. Try the number one finance app in the App Store. Whether sending, spending, saving, investing, splitting, tipping, donating, or gifting, that's money, and that's Cash App. Download Cash App from the App Store or Google Play Store today to create your own cash tag. It's big ad season, and two of the most iconic beer brands are about to make history this year. Coors Light and Miller Light are facing off for airtime in the big game after a 30-year absence. But the big mystery is, who will win? We're Team Miller Light around here on Green Light, so we're rooting for them to show up. But every detail of the ad is completely under wraps until the actual game. The taste, the great taste of Miller Lite, whether you're having it at a stadium or whether you're at home with your favorite frosty mug. I like to put mine in the freezer, get a little wet, put it in the freezer. Um, and then and then you add the Miller Lite. And, and, and that taste is so dependable. It's the same every time. It's delicious. At the stadium, on the couch, wherever you want to enjoy your... Miller Lite. Dependable flavor means your beer tastes like beer. Since 1975, Miller Lite has been the beer with taste you can depend on. No games, no gimmicks, just a great beer for beer lovers. Go for the beer that invented light beer. The big game hasn't tasted this great in 30 years. Be sure to tune in to see which of these beer giants reign supreme and pick up your Miller Lite to enjoy during the game. Get Miller Lite delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart by going to MillerLite.com slash Greenlight. Celebrate responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin. 96 calories and 3.2 carbs for 12 ounces. All right, Peter Schrager joins us now, and uh, I was just on his show. Now he's on mine. It's good to see my guy. Love being here. First time uh, I've joined when Kyle's on the show, and I was saying before we got on, Kyle, I think you kicked ass doing the CBS stuff this year, and I love the work you both do on, on this. Thanks a lot, dude. We're happy to have you. I'm glad I could join this one. Well, like I said, with everything going on, it felt like there was a rush of news that kind of went under the radar, and there was a bunch of like leads on coaching hires and that sort of thing. Like I, I don't know. This I'm no better than you on this stuff. Like I'm not that plugged in. So who do I call? I call Peter. Yeah. Where do we start? Okay, like first off, the the games this weekend, San Francisco, they were in such a good spot, and it feels like now it's like, what the hell do we do all over Happens again? Quick. Um, how do you deconstruct that situation, and what would you do if you were John Lynch and uh, Kyle Shanahan in the offseason? 
it comes at you fast because they had won 12 straight. They were feeling themselves. Everything was great. And then, you know, on the first drive of the game, Purdy goes down. We find out today that's a six-month recovery for a UCL strain. So you got the quarterback situation, which is one thing. And then you hear that Trey Lance might be ready in three to four weeks. All right, so now suddenly Trey Lance might be back. But Garoppolo's a free agent. Yeah. Purdy had this great ride, but he's not going to be able to throw a football till training camp. And uh, you might have Rodgers on the market. You might have Brady on the market. So quarterback yeah. is like – Paramount. That's the first thing, right? And then D'Amico Ryan's most likely going to get this Houston job. I say yeah. that today as I record this with you guys on a Tuesday. I feel like that's that's what everyone is hinting towards around the league in my conversations. Seems like it, yeah, as of 4 o'clock. Yeah, yeah so you got you to gotta then replace D'Amico Ryan's as your defensive coordinator. So those are two spots right there. Um, of course, there's free agent. All this stuff comes into play because I feel like that entire NFC Championship game is just tainted right now. And it's yeah. nothing against the Eagles. They could have beaten anybody that week, but like we don't know. And all of that 49ers momentum, all that stuff, like in one fell swoop, like in one 60-minute game, all the wind can be knocked out of them. And it's, wow, we're right back here at square one. Who's our quarterback? Who's our defensive coordinator? It could be that easy, but it also could be that difficult over this next few weeks. I would argue, I mean, like definitely if I were an objective fan and not like an Eagles fan, I'd be like, yeah, that sucks. It wasn't a very good game. I do think, you know, like at least it was an injury where it was dictated by the other team taking advantage That's of fair. something. And I think fair. like, you know, like the, that was the pass rush. I mean, when you hit a quarterback repeatedly, I mean, uh, you don't try to hurt the guy, but, um, you know, like an injury that comes from that is much different than a guy jogging out in warmups and, you know, tearing his ACL. So. And they were blocking him with tight ends too. And it's like, it that's a Reddick. Yeah, it was bad. Wanna, it was bad. Know, I was like, yeah, come on. So um, I, I, I don't know what they do. It, it really does confound me. They've had so much success. And, uh, the, you know, I called them like the, the mini Buffalo Bills the other day, like on a smaller kind of scale. They'll look back at this era and say, damn, we were way closer than we even knew some years. And um, I, I feel bad for them. You know, the, the year that no one talks about is 2020 where they missed the playoffs where you know they had Bosa injured, Kittle injured, yep. all these guys. They had to live all of December in, in the you know the Renaissance Hotel in Glendale, yep. Arizona, because their hometown county uh, it was like COVID rules. So they've had crazy shit happen to them, and they've been to three NFC Championship games in four years. They have no Super Bowl rings to show for it. Yeah, I've talked to Kyle a bunch, and this is all like off the record. On the record. like he brings up Brady's name a lot in like just conversation, and Brady obviously is. San Francisco kid. He's from the Bay Area. We know the photos of him with the Dwight Clark jersey. To me, if if you could bookend your career with Patriots and then you know you win a Super Bowl with Tampa and then you end it with a couple of years in San Fran or one year in San Fran, your hometown team, it's a pretty good narrative. I don't think it's crazy to say Brady to the 49ers if you're looking at the entire landscape of the league and where potential landing spots are. Do, do you have that lean right now with Brady? I mean, like, where would you... I mean, I mean, I saw... Hey, he was looking at schools in Miami. Well, was family lives there as well so it's pretty standard but like where do you think uh there's more chatter than uh you know than other places you know the fact that tampa bay is now like interviewing all these offensive coordinators and you're hearing keenan mccardle's name and todd munkin like it doesn't sound like brady's the one hand picking that so that to me is like tampa's probably unlikely if they're going to bring back brady and he wants to he would have a big role in who the offensive coordinator is they're not going to assign that to him yeah um his kid, he's got, all right, his one son goes to school here in New York City where I live. He's got um, other kids who are down there in Miami where he was touring. I, 
I think for a one-year deal or like a two-year deal, I don't think it's crazy that Brady would say, all right, I'm going to play you know, eight home games in San Francisco. I'll get a place out there, and in the off-seasons, I'll be in Miami or whatever it is. So I don't think the geography is as big of a deal as everyone else is saying. The two teams that everyone brings up are the Raiders because of McDaniels, right. but... I mean, Chris, you were teammates with Brady while he was with under McDaniels. There's a relationship there. I don't know yeah. if he's uprooting his entire life to like go run and play for Josh. Well, and then- maybe it's like grass is, you know, I thought the grass was greener, but I kind of like the security and just the devil, you know, like, you know, know Josh is the big, the big yeah, question I have I've argued with him on the sideline, the whole thing. The big question I have in this situation is uh, when we saw Peyton Manning go to Denver, he had complete autonomy of the entire situation. I mean, down to what they called him, he chose his pronoun to be 18. They were like, yeah. you, know, you call me 18, this is how we run meetings, this is how we run practice, yeah. um, and we're gonna win football games, and one they did. It's interesting to see if Tom Brady elects to go to Vegas, because I wonder if you can have that complete autonomy in a place like Las Vegas in the, in the, in the silver and black. I just don't know if that's in the cards. San Francisco just makes so much storybook sense to me. To yeah, me, it's it does hometown, too. hometown. <laughs> Guys, I want to break some news. This is from Adam Schefter. The Saints and and Broncos are finalizing yes. compensation, and you were you had a feeling um, <laughs> in return for Super Bowl winning head coach Sean. Can Payton. we at least say, Chris, that uh, before we went live, I said this might go down anytime in a second. So I kind of yeah. had it before Schefter, just didn't report it. What does there that count? There we go. That, well, that, you heard it. You heard it first on green light in real time. It's real to me. Damn it. Yeah. <laughs> Real time scoop, <clears throat> you know, adjusted for podcast release. Um, but that's crazy. I mean, what's yeah? I mean, he's got he must have a great blueprint there for uh, what he plans to implement. Well, I remember, um, I remember this fall, Kyle talking to dad, and like I can say this now, but like you know, hearing him talk to Sean Payton about the games on TV, and I'd be like, what is he saying about like Russell Wilson, and you know. He he seemed to be confused that they couldn't get it going, like you know it's like one of these things where it's like I almost like I could fix that. Yeah, you know, like the player watching the game, like, I could make it's like that your play. Old man watching the plumber, yeah, uh, yeah. unclog a toilet. It's yeah. like get out of the way, let me handle. This. Yeah, and I feel like he was sitting on set from what it sounded like, and saying, "Why don't they just run more of what he's comfortable? Can I tell comfy you, with and you your know, dad's like that. in that room. I'm with him every Sunday. Yeah. Also, I'm there. Also, yeah." He is a treat to watch these games with. And I, you know, the Russell stuff, because those last few weeks, you know, Broncos kept on coming up after they fired Hackett. We would watch the, and he, you know, he would say, Drew lives in San Diego, Breeze. So does Russell. He's like, I coached Russell in the Pro Bowl. He's like, there's still good football in Russell Wilson. I don't know the guy well enough to say that he can turn it around and all this stuff. I will get to know him if that's the opportunity. But, both he and Kyler, because Kyler became a topic too once we knew that Cliff was going to get fired, and he would say the same thing. Like, there's like those guys are awesome. Like, there's still yeah. a lot left. Yeah, they're they're good. He thinks players. Kyler's fixable. I mean, that's it's interesting, you know. I mean, but again, he's that's what makes these guys great is they think they can fix any problem, like because they're so he, bright and the you know offensive minds. The man. unknown is on offense. Too. Yeah, yeah. I think he can fix it. That's why when we did uh, best outlooks for. Um, you know, next th- three years, uh, we picked five teams ahead in here. And one of the teams for me was the Broncos. Like, yeah, we made a lot of fun of them, but they could land Sean Payton and he could fix. And there's the sports center thing. Sorry, we already know. Fucking chill out. I'm getting notifications here. 
Um, but that's why I like the Broncos because Russell Wilson's still in there. I think he's got to make less off-schedule plays. I think that was his bread and butter in Seattle, and now he doesn't have that ability anymore to the degree that he did. And I think Sean Payton can bring out that, like, hey, let's win under control and take the profit, and we don't have to rely on that stuff. One thing one thing that Sean Payton did a really good job of with Drew Brees, obviously Drew and Russell, both not the tallest uh, tools yeah. in the tool shed. Uh, Russell and Drew both had uh, a really high level of success at the top of the pocket, like deep top of yeah. the pocket. Yeah. I'm talking usually quarterbacks start their uh, step up at 10 to 12 yards. They're at 13, 14 yards. They can see more back there. Yeah. I didn't see a lot of that this year. Phil Sims had that to say to me, and I yeah. watched it, and I was like, damn, you're right. He came and see over his line. Right. Yeah. So maybe Sean implemented That's why we that. loved rushing Heavy him. Heavy play action, bombs down the field, opportunity yeah. for Russell to see the play develop in front of him. But that's Can why we, we liked rushing him because he said it nine, ten yards. I would say to you know Peyton, again, this is all coming very fast. We're doing this live. Like I have a whole empty, a whole bucket to empty if you want to just talk yeah. about Peyton to the Broncos. Basically, I said to him, I go, yeah, you know, I don't know about the money. I don't know, like, you know, but you're looking at Herbert and you're looking at Mahomes and you're choosing to go up against those guys every year, twice a year. Yeah. If you go to a Houston, that's full autonomy. And you get, if you go to Arizona, I mean, Stafford's not there much longer. You're up against Geno Smith. You're up against whatever you know, else is out there in the yeah. NFC West. With, I mean, and he was like, Denver is an amazing football town. And I, he kept on hitting this thing about the Penner family and, and the Walton family and their resources, but also how sharp they were. And he had a lovely meeting with Condoleezza Rice, who's the former Secretary of State, who's part of this ownership group. And I'm telling you, Sean Payton was like so in love with this idea of the Broncos fan base and the history of Broncos yeah. football that all that stuff about competition, and he wasn't saying that, oh, fuck it, I can, I can go up against anybody. Don't worry about me. It was a different tone. It was like, no, to, there's a few franchises. Denver's one of those yep. where it's like a crown yeah. jewel franchise. Okay, well, good. So we get Sean Payton in Denver. The league just got more fun. Like, was, for real. Like, the league's better for this. It's better. Okay, D'Amico Ryans, what is it about 4.30? Let's go. Is it official? Uh, yeah. Uh, he's the uh, he's the Houston Texans coach. Six-year deal. Is that, lo- how, is that long? Five is usually what they get. Yeah, so I wonder with Houston's history if he's no. like, I need a little extra security because I wouldn't trust him. No, and if he wanted to play off, you know, there's a couple other vacancies open. I'm a hot name. I can, you know, yeah. He had the leverage in this one. Good for him. Good for. I love former players getting into coaching. Um, everything I hear, they they love him. He's, you know, that's home to his family. It's home to his wife. Um, obviously, was a great player there. Second round pick who went on to be a captain all those years. I love the guy as a player. Everybody you talk to, legitimately, like Bo Allen gave his two cents on it. He was like, shit, he got me like literally moved my big ass into the right gap and then went and made like a TFL. Like I heard stories like that all the time. And uh, obviously his defense was great. I mean, um, I thought they, they, they played admirably last week. I think they got to get better inside. Kinlaw got blown off the ball a bunch. Um, but San Francisco, pretty good work there. And uh, a division, as you mentioned, that's like, who's in that thing? I mean, like, what, what are you afraid of? Um, you know, obviously Doug Peterson's got the Jags rolling a little bit, but Tennessee's in this weird flux state. I don't know where they're going. All those picks also, you know, they traded Watson. They just have a bevy of picks. Yeah. So if you don't screw those up, you can add players. And yep. I think, you know, it's going to be an interesting thing. If they hire Ryan's, 
and you guys will love this, and especially you, Kyle. Like, all right, so you hire Ryan. Who's the offensive coordinator going to be? Because that's going to be the voice of the offense. So yeah. if you draft Bryce Young, it's almost like Ryan's has to come with almost like a co-head coach. Because yeah. if you get Bryce Young, you're dealing with a, a rookie quarterback and you're yeah. building this really young offense. I would say the offensive coordinator selection is almost as important as who they have as the head coach there. Oh, I wonder who that be. 100%. I wonder who. I mean, there's probably, you know, they got a whole back room full of Mike McDaniels. I was going to say, yeah. They just go back there in San Francisco. Pick and they're the like, all right, you're guy. Pick the nerdiest motherfucker. You in the corner. Meeting. Shrakes, and that's who we're bringing, and that's the guy who's going to get 28 points a game for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah. Do you know Sean McVay? Yeah. Okay, come with me. You're going come to with me. you're going to Houston. What do you think of the report of Vic Fangio going down to Miami? I think it's an amazing hire. I, I think mean, he's the best. Yeah, he's the man. He's so good. And McDaniel tried bringing him last year, and he's like, "I need the year off." And uh, I know it was his. You know, it was one of his great desires to bring Vic with him. He kept Josh Boyer, who was there from the floor as yep. you know, that didn't work out at the end. Boyer, uh, it was let go. And now if they can get Vic Fangio, it's one of the great coups of all. I mean, this is a guy yeah. that every head coach wants to bring in. Now I'll say this. If D'Amico takes the gig in Houston, that defensive coordinator job is now open in San Francisco. Right. If Sean Payton, yeah. if Sean Payton goes to Denver, that's yep. one of his buddies. Like I don't until that thing is announced by the Dolphins. Yeah, I don't now, believe anything. Especially with this news uh, that we're hearing now with Sean Payton, that becomes a hot seat or yeah. A, well, yeah. a, a cold seat if, that if, needs to be filled. Yep. If you're a Dolphins fan and you get Vic Fangio, that is that is a home. That'd run. be a big you, win. You got two of the brightest minds in the coordinator chairs in your building. Yep. Boyer was uh, in New England when I was there. Um, what was he DB's coach? DB's uh, something like that. Yeah, he was DB's coach. Uh, Chad O'Shea too. I saw interview. Where's he now? For, I saw Chad's name on one of the lists. Well, I saw he was on a, a Baltimore's list, oh, got I believe, yep. which was interesting. And that leads me to Lamar Jackson, who has been franchised ex- exclusively. And that's the report again. Are we, are we like, do we believe the report? Has, has anything? It's what I've heard. Okay. And it's until the team does it. Like, I never run with it myself until I see it from the team. And I know that sounds like I'm being too prudent. I sit on the Sean Payton news and right. Schefter gets a million retweets, but I'm like, until it's done, I'm yeah. not. Right. You know, um, why you're a professional but dude. people know we, <laughs> i don't know if i'm a professional man Schefter makes a lot more dough than i do maybe i should do it the other way uh <laughs> well you know uh Schefter is on tv a fucking lot it's crazy he's really good at what he does he's, he's always really got his good. phone i'm like he's the um, only guy who's allowed to sit at the desk and just answer his phone Jay you know you make a lot of money when you just answer your phone yeah. on tv but I'd, I'd almost be more interested in what's in his phone than what's on tv yeah, exactly. so i get it um look instagram or hills he's liking memes um i i think that uh you know the lamar situation that that's like seems like it's the best of both worlds he gets a chance to make great money and also punt it on a year and they get a chance again but like i want to see where that relationship is yeah we talked about it on my podcast i'm surprised i mean like i thought it would be the non-exclusive franchise tag i thought we'd be looking at trade options um but yeah and that number isn't isn't set till after free agency no so that's another thing you can go up and all that and especially if all these quarterbacks get paid if you see yeah. like a big you know deal what what's interesting is they don't have an offensive coordinator yet so yeah what offense are we running with lamar jackson the greg that's roman it. thing was what, beat to a drum maybe he gets to pick it <laughs> like i don't know something crazy when like you that. look hey. at when you look at lamar jackson's ability and like he can just take over a football game but you seemingly have a guy who is a question mark towards the end of the season from a health standpoint. Yeah. The guy that we really like in this room is Justin Fields in Chicago, yeah. and, and I'm a former Bear. So I got to ask you, 
What do you think the best pra- the best practice is here with the number one pick coming up and a quarterback <coughs> that you can either, either leverage for more or build your franchise around? What do you think they're going to do in Chicago? I would dangle it. I would see if anyone wants to come up and get the kid young. Um, he apparently was the number one overall guy all season. Now the draft Knicks are coming out, and they're like, well, actually – Will Levis might be uh, a better option oh, at quarterback. If I've they did that and Will Levis flamed out, it would be, oh, my God. After what Mahomes said yesterday, Mahomes' dad goes on and Mahomes says, you know, well. Said that. Just, the, yeah, it's, anyways. I read go, that so, and I, I, I So, so you're not, they're not sure because it's not Poles' guy. No, yeah. It's not uh, Eberflus' guy either. They've inherited no. Justin Fields. They did, um, but he was outstanding in what they asked him to do, and I think Getsy really liked him. I, I'd be shocked if they moved on from him. He didn't do enough to be you know, moved on, but that was like, that's a rare deal, and Josh Rosen dealt with it. Other guys have dealt with it, but I don't think yeah. that's the case. I know that's been the report that's been out there. I would say if, if, if you like Will Anderson or you like the Carter kid out of Georgia, you're not going to go wrong taking a big defensive lineman, I but I would Carter. dangle that around and see if there's a team that you know is willing to come up and get Bryce Young. Yeah, got it. It's good to have options. They need a good team in Chicago, man. They do. Gosh, do and they they've ever. got the money to do it. They do. And I think Poles is the right guy. If you could wave your magic wand as an NFL fan and make one franchise like competitive again, is that it? Oh, absolutely. Is it? Talk about crown jewel franchises, Shriggs. That's Shriggs like, thinking about it. That's the one. Uh, yeah, Bears are great. I think the Jets in New York would be really cool, Yeah, too. Jets would be really, yeah, great. It's never been, I mean, in the last 20 years, they've never been one of those teams. They went to the AFC Championship game a couple times, of course, in the late 2000s, but like uh, with, with Rex. But gosh, the New York City market was really alive with the Giants. If the Jets could be good, yeah. that'd be awesome. Yeah, it would be. Um, okay, let's see. What else we got here? Oh, Cincy's coaches, man. I mean... Andrew Romo, uh, Brian Callahan, they're supposedly in the mix. Are they really in the mix? Or are they just interviewing or what? Coach Lou is there right now. Anna Rumo is in Arizona. He's interviewing for the job as we speak, I believe. Um, so that's cool. They, he didn't have any head coaching interviews, and then the season gets done, and then he finally gets asked. He's 56 years old. He's a mastermind on defense. Everyone loves him as a player. So yeah. curious to see if he's the, the head coach that's going to work with Kyler as a defensive coordinator. Um, and then Callahan interviewed with the Colts job, and I thought that was like a good fit. Get a young quarterback. He's 38. All this like, great experience with Burrow. But it sounds like he wasn't uh, a finalist for that job. So he goes to Arizona interview also. And then early this morning, Mike Kafka, the Giants OC. I like him. I, I got to say, were, you guys, were any of you guys teammates, I guess, in Philly? I, I, was, I was on, the, uh, on his offense last year in Kansas City when he was the quarterback City. coach. Okay. Got with it. Mahomes, and we became buddies. And, my buddy, and we from talk the, about him yeah. all the time on the phone. Well, the, my history on him is my buddy from the South Side knows him growing up, and he's like, he's the fucking best. So he's I'm like, guy. that's good. Well, you're good with me. He's good with me. And he, then uh, he did a great job this year, I thought, you know? Interestingly enough, he, it's funny. He's like this great upcoming thing. And Paul Rudd, the actor, was, it was he lives in New York, and I saw him. I was at an event. He was there. We were talking, and he's like, you want to know what's interesting? He's like, what? He's like, my mother lives next door to Mike Kafka. I'm like, that's crazy. That's funny shit. <laughs> yeah, Big city. Oh, my God. When Giants play the Chiefs. Yeah. You know? yeah right? Yeah. There's like real, they're frenemies. That's awesome. For real. Um, Kafka's the man, and he's interviewed for that Arizona job, too. So I, 
the Arizona thing, they're casting a really wide net, and I think they might be playing it right. And mm. that there is no rush. Yeah, there is no rush because you know they weren't bringing in Sean Payton at the end of the day. They weren't going to end up getting that trade done. It just wasn't going to happen with Arizona with the money that he's asking for the picks, all that stuff wasn't going to happen. Um, so they could take their time and they can make the right pick. But the Kyler situation is huge. Cliff, who I'm biased, I'm a Cliff guy. Obviously, he's a friend of mine, and we go back a long way. And I thought. Cliff is the ultimate players coach. And if you can't get along with Cliff, Cliff's that's one cool thing, as shit. Me, he's cool as shit. He's the man. Yeah. Like, honestly, Every, everybody, uh, <laughs> he's like, honestly, everybody I man. ever talked to about him says he's awesome. Rosillo likes him. him too. He's like chill as he's a dude's dude. Yeah, dude's dude. But Danny Amendola. maybe that wasn't, maybe that wasn't the kind of coach that Kyler Murray needed. Yeah. 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 Right. Exactly. Exactly. You know? He doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't Every, need. Everybody's yes, man. different, man. Some people need, you know, you know, boot, booting their, you know. I played. I played my worst with cool coaches, and I played. Is my, that right? I played my best with some of the coaches where you're like, man, I want to make him proud today, so he will just shut the fuck up. That's I so played my best with former <laughs> player coaches. Okay, because I respected I'm like, them. Yeah, like you know, it was just like, hey, if I was a vet and I knew what I was supposed to do. I need to be told what to do schematically and that sort of thing. But who can actually coach a D lineman better than somebody who's done the work? And also, like, you don't want to disappoint that guy. Yeah. You know, Clyde Simmons or, you know. And I had great coaches, Mike Waffle, a whole bunch of guys. But, yeah, when there was that player in the room that was sitting back there, like the assistant D line coach, yeah, you were like, ah. Harry Heestand is the name that sticks out Harry to me. He's an offensive line coach, Notre Dame legend. Yeah. He was Notre Dame, then he was Giants for a while, yeah, I mean, right? He, yeah. he he groomed Zach Martin. He groomed yeah. uh, the left hat, Ronnie Stanley. McGlinchey. He yep. groomed McGlinchey, Quentin Nelson. I yeah. mean, these are his guys. Yep. Yeah. And, um, and coaches that let us out of meetings early when we had yeah. nothing else to do. If we're through yeah, the cut-up, can we go home? We have much less to talk about than you fucking guys on the other side yeah, of the wall. Go upstairs to your desk and I will play my heart out for a guy that lets me out seven minutes early. That's amazing. And like Cliff's <laughs> whole thing was, you know, and I don't know if it's not new, like DeAndre Hopkins, it was like, you can practice as much as you want. Like, and if you need a day here and there, DeAndre Hopkins, you've earned that. You know, Larry Fitzgerald, his first year there. Larry, if, if you need to do something during the day and, and it's a travel day and we're all staying in a hotel, like... I respect you enough and you're a legend. You can go do that. And like the players, I mean, JJ Watt, those guys will sing at the highest, you know, they, but again, all right, that's the culture you set. Kyler sees that. And maybe Kyler just needs a hard ass. Yeah. You got to have, yeah. Fit fish was great. Jeff Fisher, the same way where yeah. like you wanted to play for him. Cause, but guys that aren't self starters can struggle. You know what I mean? Um, so I, I think that's fair. Um, how about Kellen Moore mm. in LA? I mean, like, is this a move that Chargers fans should be excited about? I think so. Their 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 offense was really good in Dallas, um, numbers wise, and they got to the playoffs the last two years and they sputtered down the the end. But that look, that was eight years for Kellen Moore in that yeah. offense um, as a player, and then as a coach, and then of course as the offensive coordinator. I think it was time for both them. And like McCarthy, it was one of these deals where you know, I'm reading into this a little bit, and I haven't spoken to Mike directly, um, but it's hey. If if I'm getting a third year here and I'm an offensive coach, I'm gonna do it my way. And yep. you know, I inherited Kellen Moore, and that's great. And he's gonna do his thing. He's gonna spread his wings, and he's gonna get Justin Herbert. But like, I think that was a good parting of the ways as far as what's gonna get them over the top. And if it's sink or swim for Mike McCarthy, fine. Let it be on my plate calling. Let it be on my offense. 
Yeah, that's interesting. Also, I mean, the way that they performed this year underpowered with the offensive line disjointment um, up front for Dallas and then the backup quarterback, Cooper Rush, played great. The offense was able to keep that, that team. Obviously, the defense was what was carrying them, but the offense kept them in ball games. Every, yeah. every QB's different, like their personalities, the scheme fit, and he just couldn't solve Dak, like consistency. You know, like the, the – Dak's you know, like, figuring out how to solve You had Dak. the commander's game, then you had – well, right, somebody might be able to bring it out of him. You know, and same thing for Herbert. I think he could be – you know, Cowboys were like 10 in yards per attempt or something like that this year. Obviously, that's the thing that everybody knows, like you have to fix there. Like Justin can't throw the ball – with that cannon five yards down the field the whole fucking game. And, you know, I think Kellen will at least improve that aggressiveness that they didn't have last year. Absolutely. Um, I mean, they, they had that, that uh, what's it called, the next-gen stats, like the drive charts on Herbert in that playoff game, and it was embarrassing. It was all four-yard passes. Yeah, it's bad. It's a waste. It's like the, the – I said this, like the NFL needs to get that higher right. You know, like it's it's such an important hire for the league. His contract's coming up, and, and he's going to have a healthy left tackle there too. I yeah, mean, contracts. Coming although up, that kid yeah. Salier played really well for them this year. Played well, but no, nobody does it he's quite like that. Him. Yeah, nobody does it quite like Slate. All right, well, Peter Schrager, we covered a lot of ground. He's had two huge scoops that I didn't have at all, and we're here reacting to. Well, it. we kind of had go. we kind of had him. How was Jamal Williams today? Last question, because oh I gosh. saw he was he was on on the show. If either one of you guys want to just come and do an hour with us in the nine o'clock hour and I just have it. fun, like I tell you, Jamal was so fun and yeah. it took a while to like just get into it. And then once he was in his groove, it was great. But like we're at that stage where there's no games other than one. Like we're just, we'll give you the, the podium, anybody, the platform, just come and have fun. And that guy's great. Hey, 17 touchdowns last year. He's a free agent yeah. and he can come on and be like, look, here's what he's like. I really want to come back to Detroit. I hope they bring me back. And I'm like, you just lost all your leverage. Dude. All but your like, leverage, but it's okay. You're wholesome as fuck, dude. And he means it. Yeah. Which pays. Well, who's the best all time uh, player guest active that you were like, damn, this guy's a, a whiz? You know who is interesting? You guys ever get to know Mac Hollins? Yes, oh. he's amazing, dude. dude. Mac Hollins is the best. I'm so glad so you he's said a, that. He's, he was on the Eagles with you, I guess, Chris, yes. right? Yeah. And then uh, Dolphins. Now with the Raiders, Raiders. Yeah. Shows up on our show and he takes off his shoes and he sits there and he puts his feet up on the table barefoot. <sighs> I'm like, what in the world? He's like, I don't like wearing shoes. They make me feel weird. Like, just awesome. He's a weird, weird guy, like, dude. But, like, awesome dude. Yeah, that's that's different. I mean, that, to do that, but then he was good? Or were you just going to tell me that he came on and put his feet on the... Great. Okay, Great. good. And All right. he's like, he's, I talked to him awesome off. You were like, yeah, he put his fucking feet. No, we liked it. He was smart. He's it. an ambassador for the, for the uh, Special Olympics, like fully... Yeah. That's great. Fully yeah. evolved He's adult with a UNC education. Yeah. Good. You know who's always good? You always get the, the backup quarterbacks are always good. Like we've yeah. had Josh McCown and, and the – Josh McCown's Chase, the best. Yeah. Josh McCown's amazing. <laughs> yeah. He's awesome. Josh is amazing. But like the Chase Daniels, the Colt McCoys, all those guys are really good and you get a different kind of insight of the game from them. But they, they all have too much money to ever want to do it full time. You know? And they got no ego because you're like, I've been, I've been I'm backing somebody up. Like I can give you my analysis with, with none of my ego mixed in. Totally. Um, okay, cool. Chad Henney's on that list. We, so. we took him. We He sorry, went through the sorry, ringer Shregs. here. We gave him Sorry, Shregs. He's on the list. Shregs, appreciate you. You got to go break him. news or something. There's probably Love another you guys. head coaching See you, bud. Love you, man. Thank awesome. you. See Thank ya. you. With Vroom, you can shop thousands of cars right from your phone and have your next ride delivered straight to you. I like to look at the listing on my couch. You know, it's peaceful. I can think. Nobody's trying to 
trying to get one over on me. You know, it's a lot of Tahoes out there. I want a Tahoe. You know, do I really need that package? Well, let me decide for myself. Okay, with Vroom, I can do that. Vroom is the better way to buy your next ride. You never have to haggle or negotiate the price of a car, so you know you're getting a good deal. With thousands of cars available on Vroom.com, you can make sure you get the ride you really want so you don't have to settle. You have a full week or 250 miles, whichever comes first, to make sure your new ride is right for you. Plus, all cars on Vroom.com come with a 90-day limited warranty and one year of roadside assistance nationwide, giving you peace of mind while on the road. You can trade in your old car when you buy your new one, or you can even just sell your car to Vroom. When you sell your car on Vroom, you get a price instantly. You can buy a car from Vroom entirely online, so next time you need to buy a car, just grab your phone, go to Vroom.com, and check out thousands of cars. If you're in Arizona, Colorado, Indiana, Louisiana, Michigan, New Jersey, New York, Tennessee, or right here in Virginia, and you haven't tried the WinBet app yet, I have great news for you. Sign up today to receive special offers and take advantage of great promos for the big game and the upcoming college basketball tournament. Don't miss out on the fun. Download the WinBet app today. Terms and conditions apply, must be 21 or older, and present in a state where WinBet is available. Gambling problem? In Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. In Colorado, Indiana, New Jersey, and Virginia, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And in Michigan, 1-800-270-7117. Tennessee, y'all too, 1-800-889-9789. Mail time, mail time, (laughs) mail time. Oh, you don't know. Your kid's too young. No. Wait, dude. Just wait. You you have so much to learn. We we just got a letter. Yeah. We, we just got, got a letter. We just we got, just got uh, a letter. Yeah, and I wonder who it's from. Pretty much. That's how you, it was when I was a kid. You're going to love it. Bluey's great. I love Bluey. You, you should just watch Bluey, Bluey now. That's it's all we watch. It's awesome. The way they do that show is great. Uh, okay. Mailbag. Now, Kyle, we had a whole list of fan submissions, uh-huh. but then you started writing on your little notepad. Yeah. I'm kind of wondering what you have there. I got some stupid stuff on here um, that I thought was funny. First, I was thinking about travel. I got some travel coming up. I know there's a lot of NFL guys going on trips. What are three countries you would want to visit that you haven't been to and why? Um, and I can lead you off with mine. I haven't done a lot of traveling, but one place I'd like to go to is Africa. One place you can get to get anywhere in Africa and pretty much I feel like it's South Africa. Woo! You had me in the first half, Kyle. <laughs> Thought you were going to say the country was Africa. If you, you know? go, if you go north of South Africa, there's a, a, there's so much to see. You know, and half the nature documentaries I've seen Planet Earth take place just north of South Africa. I know of a place. Number two. I, well, hold on. H- hold on a minute, Planet I'm not going to Tanzania. Fuck. <laughs> Number two, Japan. Okay. Yeah, dude. It just looks so I would awesome. love to go to Japan. It's such an aesthetic. I'd love to go hang out. You not would only be in the huge countryside, in Japan. <laughs> I'd love to go in the mountains and like in nature, but I'd also like to go experience city life. My uncle Hokkaido. lives in Japan. Really? Hokkaido. Hokkaido. I have a jersey. They get some of the yeah, I do too. snow yeah. uh, snowfall. Number um, three would be Australia. Nice. Uh, because yeah. number one, Australia is awesome, and number two, it's a great setting off point for anywhere else in the southern hemisphere. Yeah. I'd like to go to, go to um, Bali. I'd like to go to uh, New Zealand. Yeah. Okay, not to zag, but Michael Bennett, 
like spends a lot of time out there. He wears like big baggy pants and like with like bell bottomy pants and big sunglasses and like you know fashion forward shit and just walks around New Zealand. Seems said, like a good he life. Says, he says it's awesome. Yeah, he lives like a like a writer, like a famous writer. Like you he go lives to, in Brooklyn. Uh, does he have kids? And yeah, he's fucking great, dad. So he's, he's just like living. Yeah, his family just goes everywhere. Like they're they the most travel. worldly people. That's incredible. Anyways, New Zealand's awesome. So you I should hear. get Michael Bennett and take him to the Hobbit village where they filmed, you know, the Lord of the Rings. He's probably been there. Walk through those really low. He's probably he's probably been there. Yeah, That'd be cool. Yeah, wearing like a Steve Z- Zizu hat. <laughs> life aquatic like a life aquatic hat that's the type of shit mike wears i would i would like to go there uh, i want to go to costa rica kyle it's awesome that's where i got engaged um there's no army right. nothing to worry about you know army coming in there you were you're worried about the army <laughs> coming to get you <laughs> yeah shane gillis is gonna come and get me yeah. uh <laughs> rob, riggle. <laughs> rob riggle and shane gillis the marine corps will be kicked down your door um there's 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 a couple more places. Croatia Kyle. almost cracked my top three. Oh yeah, Croatia's pretty fucking sick. They say it's great. I was reading the the New York City mayor Eric Adams. Yes, interesting character. Yes, <laughs> he's entertaining. Uh huh. Um, I don't know any of his policies, but every time I see a clip, it's funny. So apparently, Battery Park City is using dry ice to kill rats. So Vermin. So New York City is starting to use dry ice to kill rats. The quote, two million rats come out at night. I hate rats, and they're going to hate me. (laughs) (laughs) That's what the mayor said? So what happened? That's what the mayor said? Yeah, so... Worst mayor ever. They're down in the sewer like, worst fucking mayor ever. So, Chris, local maintenance crews... (laughs) Local maintenance crews are dumping dry ice into the pesky rodents burrows in the trendy lower Manhattan neighborhood so that when it melts, it leaves behind carbon dioxide, which suffocates them. Uh, we're no stranger to having rodents here in Battery City Park, so we wanted to make sure that we were able to hold on a, them. Uh, hold on a minute, player. What? You know, a bunch of hunters kill a bunch of deer. People are like, hey, big problem. You know, like deer, they're everywhere. It's a small game. But we're suffocating rats, and everybody's like, no problem. Have you seen the rats in New York? I know, but like, just because they're ugly doesn't mean they're they're not animals, huh? They need better PR. I'm just, I'm playing devil's advocate. I mean, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. uh, That's kind of it. Oh, no. Ratatouille. Splinter. Ratatouille. Splinter was in there. Tom and Jerry. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But I just think it's unfair. Okay. Eric Adams, Next. You do your thing, Playboy. They're going to hate Eric Adams, man. Thing, Playboy. Chemical oh. warfare on rats. Oh, my God, dude. You don't like rain? We're going to dome the city. <laughs> <laughs> the rain is going to hate me. <laughs> Boy, does my drop top hate rain. Uh-huh. Okay, what else is on my list? What's on your list? Um, why are there more injuries now more than ever, seemingly, in the NFL? I don't know. Maybe because you know about every goddamn one of them. Well, my thought is this. You know, like... People are just bigger, faster, stronger. Yeah. Definitely. Period. I was watching that that 1986, uh, The Drive, thinking, goodness gracious, some of the collisions today. Yeah. Eesh. You put Fred Warner on the field in any day. Oh, my God. Fred Warner. <laughs> people are going to go missing. <laughs> the, yeah, dude. Yes. We don't know what happened to Tommy, you know, tough nuts. <laughs> He just got, Last he just scene with Fred Warner evaporated at the hash. 
Um, yeah, and then the other one I was, uh, we were talking about landlocked states. Yes, landlocked states. Why don't you guys give me your top five, top five landlocked easy. states? Easy. Top five landlocked states. Um, you know, it's an easy one, two, three here for me. I got to go with uh, Colorado, Montana, mm-hmm. and Arizona. Um, and Ooh. I was really debating putting Montana at three and Arizona at two because it's more livable all year round in Arizona, certain parts. Yeah. But Montana's special to us. Okay. Um, and if I were to had, have to add two other ones, it would be uh, the Dakotas would be one. Yeah. Cheating. And Oklahoma. You combined the Dakotas <laughs> and Oklahoma. <laughs> Oklahoma. Yeah. You liked that because you were in a play called Oklahoma. I was. Grade. There's a lot of reasons. There's I like a portrait Oklahoma. of where Kyle the wind comes in my parents' bathroom. <laughs> it's fucking black and white. He looks like a little Adonis. He's got his little cowboy hat on. He's got his little. You know, they just worship it. I they, was. A, I they, was. They, they still talk about that performance. That's awesome. Yeah. Oklahoma in high school, and it was fun. You probably dominated the Oklahoma drill and, too. He did. I did. I did. <laughs> I did. Yeah, but anyways, that's why you like Oklahoma. Admit it. Yeah, so I like Oklahoma because uh, every team I've ever had from Oklahoma is awesome. Uh, a lot of the singer, a lot of them from Texas. A lot of the singer songwriters are uh, from Oklahoma. Okay, and they all have a unique sound. Reed, you listen to a lot of music. I don't know if we have a lot of overlap in the country department. The gentleman who's uh, who's who's music. Zach Bryan. Well, the gentleman whose whose music uh, opens the podcast is from Oklahoma. Mm-hmm. There you yeah. go. So there you go. Uh, okay, I'll give you mine. Mine. Uh, Interesting that you had uh, and nobody went like Tennessee. the Dakotas in there. I still haven't had you explain that. <laughs> the Dakotas, you man. like Mount Rushmore a lot. So one He's thing like, that's really cool about the the Dakotas is they house the Badlands National Park, yeah. and that's mm-hmm. where Teddy Roosevelt went to mourn the death of his wife. And when Teddy Roosevelt went up there, he found what I found when I drove through there. It's like a real peace and solidarity. Yeah, um, when you're driving through there, especially if you just stop and get out in one of those long stretches and you just take it. Take a seat on the pop side of the into road. a man camp. You might, you know, stop at a liquor store, buy a pack of cigs, smoke one on the side of the road, and then yeah. drive the rest of your thousand miles. It is wild that like you're driving through and it's just flat, Good flat place land, to right? Smoke a cigarette. No, and but then you, so, yeah. And then you come around the corner and it's the badlands and it's just these it's, it just drops. Cool. Imagine yeah. minus terrain. So instead yeah. of hills, it's like a bunch of stuff that has got it. Like, got it. That's cool. Now what? I mean, it's it's amazing. Okay, you Na- you could live really, there. You natural could live there. resources. You, you could live there. Natural resources. If you were to buy a, if you and I were to go in on a massive place in in like North Dakota, and we were to do some research, we could mm-hmm. have oil. Yeah. We could have oil. We could have barrels of oil. And just be like, take it. We're going to Costa Rica where they have no <laughs> army. <laughs> but why? We're, why we're just gonna give people the no, oil? No, they're gonna they're gonna give us money. Yeah, fincas. Give us. Monies. For fincas. Fincas. And Is that the, the currency down there? Fincas are farms. Oh, okay. Yeah. Got it. And the top two uh, FCS football programs are in the Dakotas. North Dakota State, South yeah. Dakota State. That's great, guys. Yeah, Colorado. Robbie. Colorado. West Virginia. And not because of weed. Oof. No, Colorado's awesome. Because of everything. It's a little high for West Virginia. West Virginia, West Virginia is, is the most West beautiful Virginia's state. Underrated. East of the Mississippi. Uh, I got another list after this one. Yeah. West Virginia is gorgeous. I mean, have you have you been on the New River? I have. <laughs> Fuck. I've driven over it. What were you fucking rafted down were, it? Were you were you on Quaaludes? No, I love it. It's wild and wonderful. You, it's beautiful. You, yeah, and it's gorgeous. And the whole yeah, John Denver cheap. thing, they stole that song 
but that's okay they're resourceful if your family is like third generation west virginia you're so lucky because they probably have the coolest land and the coolest property coolest shit if they're not fucking mountain topping it not which jaded sucks. by living in some fucking city yeah well kyle anyways talk about west virginia all day okay montana yeah mm-hmm. tennessee there it is yeah nashville fucking uh and college football mountains. smoky mountains fucking the whole thing okay music idaho idaho is one of the most underrated states in the thank you reed yeah idaho is oh. unreal man Coeur d'Alene, shout out kellogg idaho nice. shout out to sand point exactly there you go. dad had to take jake it. dad had to pick up his boat there jake the snake. he hasn't stopped talking about Coeur d'Alene and Sand Point. Remember, I was talking about them, that to them, and they were like, well, we love it here. And then they go somewhere, and they're like, well, it's fucking... We love it there, too. <laughs> um, All right, next. Yes. Or what did you guys have? New Mexico. Was, so throw are, New Mexico on your yeah. list. That okay. place is... New Mexico. It's, it's okay. got a little Arizona where you can live year-round, but it's also got the mountains. Yeah. Well, what Angel are your fire? most underrated states? Reed, you go first. Most underrated states. Idaho and New Mexico. Right well, that's there. That's tough. Oregon also the the eastern part of Oregon's really pretty. I think North Carolina is um, underrated. North Carolina yeah. is the mountains Asheville. Yeah. Asheville's a really really nice town Guam. in Guam, yeah. the state of Guam. Yeah. Puerto Rico. We're going to Guam, guys. I think I'm fucking around. Puerto Rico does this team trip in the no. joke category? No. <laughs> no. Okay. I'm I'm looking at states. I don't have anything for you. Nevada was on my list of landlocked states. Oh, really? Cuz of just cuz of Vegas. Yeah. Yeah. The rest of it's it is beautiful. Yeah. It's vast. Yeah. How about Alaska for underrated? It's not landlocked. Yeah, no, no. Boy, underrated. is it underrated. Is it? Yes. I feel like you it think? is because no nobody one... understands. I think it's properly rated. You know when you look at a map, it's one of those things. As a kid, you look at a map and you're like, well, that's the size of Russia. That's big. And then you're like, well, Russia's not yeah. really that big. And, and the yeah. United States isn't that big. Russia or Alaska is so much bigger than people think it is. Well, part of that's because map projections are, are like... Uh, That's why I used to walk around and say in high school, Alaska is so much bigger than you think it is. Dude. Just go look at that map in the library. Look how big it is. But it's even bigger than it looks on a map. Kyle, the names thing. Are we Jalen Hell? Are we going to do the names thing? Yes. Okay, so so we're we're talking about the Tony the Tiger commercial. Jalen Hurts is on a commercial with Tony the Tiger. Yes. They're trying to change his name to Jalen Helps. Helps. And you have to go to this website, you know, whatever. I think it's a QR code on the screen. You go to the website and he'll change his name. Yes. So it got me to thinking, what are some other athletes? Got me to thinking. That you could change their names and it would be fitting. Because Mm -hmm. I really like Jalen Helps. You know, it's a play on Jalen Hurts. Yes. LeBron jumps. <laughs> Manny Punchiao. Okay. I went in a different direction. Bomb, I also did. Bomb Brady. <laughs> oh, so you're, just, you're just thinking, like, if you went to the XFL, Steph, how would you fuck with your name? Steph 3. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a minute, player. Steph 3. 3. 3. God damn, dude. <laughs> I interpreted this a little differently. Okay. I was thinking, like, instead of Miles Sanders, like, kilometers Sanders. That's, That's great. Good. And then my favorite one is... Meter uh, Sanders. Is, uh, you know, Drew Holiday. Yeah. Drew Regular Day. Mm. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Drew. <laughs> Jesus Christ. I went... I just basically turned it into an ad man. Tony Hawk, right? Yeah. Tony Chicken. <laughs> okay, for Tyson's chicken. 
He wouldn't. Have, he wouldn't have been a top skater if he was Tony Chicken. No, he wouldn't have. He would have been brave enough to do it. All no, I'm not good. I'm good on those. Tony Hawk. He was on the show. He did, and then he could sell the chick flip. It's a Tyson brand spatula. Remember Dave? You can flip Mira? your chicken with it. Nice. It's like a kick flip. That's good. Yeah. Dave Mira. Oh, Dave Mirror. Yeah, Dave yeah. Mirror. Yep. Peyton Womaning. <laughs> takes on women's issues. <laughs> you think about that, you know? Uh, Steve Young, Steve Old. <laughs> yes. You know? How about uh, Steve Young branded chair rails, etc.? Johnny Unitas? Johnny Dividus. <laughs> okay? He's going on Tucker Carlson. That's, that's beautiful. He's going on Tucker Carlson. He's going on Rachel Maddow. He's going on, he's going on Don Lemon. The guy whose brother was a fucking crooked mayor. He's going on his show, too. Christian McCaffrey? No. What? Are you ready for this one? No. 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 Hold on. Go ahead, Christian McCaffrey. I got a Give it to me. Give it to me. Jewish McCaffrey. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Kyle, you, okay, seriously. Christian McLeggery. What? Okay. <laughs> okay. All right. Okay. All right. Okay, dinner ends. There's a bunch of people at dinner. It's this guy. It's his house. Um, fuck. Who's going to clean up? Dalvin Clean. Nice. <laughs> That's and good. Dalvin Cook is pictured with a bunch of cleaning supplies. Or no, no, no. It, the commercial is it's a cloning uh, company. I don't want to talk and about clones right now. It's a cloning now. company. Holy they, shit! They have Dalvin Cook, Dalvin these, Clean, Dalvin these psychos. Drive. Yeah, because these psychos that said Demar Hamlin's actually dead. Oh mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I wouldn't even think they were I, like they were I like sh- they were like show me show me uh, a video. I give why hasn't there zero. been a video? They they come out with a video. They said that he's a clone. Uh, Dre Greenlaw. Environmental Greenlaw. Oh, nice. that's good. <laughs> <laughs> I had to think about it for a second. Oh, what about for a hospital? Like rather than Killian Mbappe, like living Mbappe. Oh my God, <laughs> Kafka's. That was like it passes. Kevin Hate. Yeah. <laughs> Kevin Hate. All right. Well, uh, that has been our uh, show. Y'all take care.